Alright then, this is the stream of random, it is the 22nd of August, and can you believe it, I'm still editing the 8th of August, the backlog of, oh god, two weeks, and I've been having some thoughts about things, so I'm just going to get them out, I'm just going to tell you. First of all, I was studying which is called AM fungi, which is the, um, whatever the word is for arborescal mycorrhizal fungi. And, um, the lady was showing, this German lady in Munich, excuse me, I'm just going through the woods here, I'm on a mushroom hunt. Ow. That was my knee, that hurt. The lady was showing that lipids or fats are being transferred to the fungus from the plants, not only sugars. And these lipids are used to create spores. And she was showing also how plants with mycorrhizal networks grow so much better than non. And I was wondering about this forest here, why I don't see many fungi. It's also because there's not so many plants in here, I think, and I've been developing a theory, just an idea. My idea was that maybe the fungus delivers water after rain to the plants and exchanges that for much needed nutrients. And that's why the fungus pops up after the rain because it has a whole bunch of water to deliver and this water is then used to exchange for fats, which are used to create the, the fruiting bodies. So that was the theory that I came up with so far. I'm in what you might call an old growth forest here. Paul Stamets was saying that we should be saving the old growth forests as a bio security for the country because they can they found fungus that can kill and these are some massively tall trees and it has leaves popping out of the side get a little bit of sun on this side but I would ex be expecting to see some more mushrooms my cousin came and visited yesterday and put him to work good kid really helpful I'll have to send him a link to this episode where I'm singing his praise. Now, I can't say his name because obviously he has top secret clearance and being associated with a known trespasser like me would and free speech advocate would cause him problems with his government clearance. So tomorrow is Monday and we are hoping I don't know, I didn't get to listen to the No Agenda show today. Only a little bit of it. But uh, this is a great forest here, which I'm going to explore more often, looking for fungus. So I had one idea. I was listening to the lady 
King, the lady on the writer's diet, and she was saying how the writing process is tied up with emotions, with structure, with so many things, and how the learning to write is so hard. And now I was thinking, as I mentioned before, that our thought processes are get, can get deconstructed so that we our thought process can be de deconstructed and reconstructed so that we can destroy old ideas that are weak kind of like an inside internal fungus and also was reading I was listening to this lady she was saying how the mycorrhizal networks uh, that the fungus grow out they go to the plants and they offer them something and then the plants will allow them to come in inside of the wall and they pair up but only for a short period and then that's closed down again somehow and that was very interesting I also see this tree is still alive even though it fell over I guess its roots are still intact I'm gonna have to check that out there's a lot of water here too Eventually I'll be able to associate this picture with the time and the place of the recording. So my thought was that the thought structures are political, the writing structures are political. So in general, the data structures are political. You know, we just choose between existing things, existing pieces blocks, I suppose. It's harder to create a new block than it is to use an existing block. Oh, look at that. There's a deer with a broken horn. That was my thought. That it might be harder to create new blocks, deconstruct them, or reconstruct them. And that the actual construction of these blocks is often the imprinting into the global mind. So things are marketed to us, and they spend a large amount of time imprinting or branding them and then we try and use those things that are branded or available to us to get our message across instead of creating new things and even if we try and create new things we create them out of what out of existing blocks so without a direct experience of something the direct experience of something new some new technology which again is created out of existing technologies. It's gonna be difficult. I see this fence knocked over by some deer and I can tell you, I um, completed the first little section of the fence in the corner and it looks great. It completely blocks the view from the road to our house, which I like. I was just thinking, isn't it amazing that I have this trail I can, I can follow the canal Okay, here's a puffball, tiny one. And it seems again, in the dark forest where there's no light, I didn't see any mushrooms growing. And now here, when I get to the area with more sun, I'm actually seeing mushrooms growing, which is kind of what I was thinking before. Like, why is it that this dark forest has no, fun has no mushrooms? I was thinking maybe it doesn't have enough trees. Maybe the mycorrhizal network is already so strong. Maybe it's already established, it doesn't need to grow. 
Maybe it's part of conquering new territory that we see growth of mushrooms and spread. But once it's already in the ground for years, maybe it doesn't need to go outside at all. I don't know. I mean, those trees were so massive, so tall. Also, I remember when I was a little kid, we had these spruce trees in front of our house and there were these orange tentacle things growing out of these nuts. And I always wondered if, what it was. I thought I saw something that said that they were actually a fungus, or maybe it's the seed pod. I just saw it the other day on YouTube. I need to go back and look into it. But my fencing system is working, and I ended up taking some of those beams that we got and putting them at the bottom of the fence. And I wanted to attach the, the fence to those beams for more support on the bottom. And I'm weaving the bamboo into the fence material, and um, they're two by four cells, so every two inches is at least one piece of bamboo. So even if the leaves fall off, it's still gonna offer a view. It's gonna offer a, a, a protection of the view. I can always refresh it with more leaves. So what else is new? So, I was thinking about even the choice of words, the ordering of words, as being some form of commitment or structure that we can look at. I haven't really gotten down to that level of thought yet. How would you even speak if you had to think about each and every word? How slow that process would be? And she says the process is also reviewing it and using that as a starting point. So I, I've already started to put together my plan. One is I edit my episodes and I do the show notes with the timestamps. And I'm gonna put them on the podcast and the blog one for one for each day. And then I'm gonna edit those together into a video, which is gonna have all of them. So I can post one video with all of the, the episodes together on the different video sites, because it's a lot more work. And then finally, once I start having a body of episodes with show notes, I can go back and select different parts of them based upon a topic and create a best of quickly because I have the timestamps. And the timestamps are, are the positions in the byte stream, the positions of time, the stream positions. No jingles, what, what is it? New Jersey manufacturers, no jingles or music. I'm at their main office site right now, walking on their property. Security just rolled by. And I'm wondering if I go, go to the uh, main entrance where they have all those advertising and I should start pitching them some ideas like they do in the, in the ad what would happen if I could feel myself doing that at least it's quieter walking here than on the main road all right so if we have to choose each word individually consciously each symbol that we produce has to be crafted handcrafted in small batches by artisans Will that make us poets in the end? Creating bad poetry? I'm not afraid of spaces and, and breaks right now and I can edit all of this together. And I have time. I really have some time to think, to go over this idea. Is it really worth it though? Helen Sword is her name, the queen of choosing words. I saw a, sh a shop in Lambertville that was promoting local fresh kombucha in the window, and um, I definitely want to 
definitely want to promote to have some kind of marketing material to think about homemade may brewed here kombucha brewed here fresh kombucha brewed here f k b h f b b h this hill here looks like a great place to go sledding i see it's like a berm it's got a huge water reservoir to collect this the runoff it's incredible i guess it's a lake even we got a big drain the ducks like it i never noticed it before we definitely have a lot of water here in the swamps of new jersey the marsh i read about this town with 700 people in virginia off the coast of maryland in the in the bay it's only reachable by 90 minutes from a ferry from the east side of may of from the east side, which is basically the, Del the desolate side that's shared with the Del desolate side of Delaware. It's like the most desolate part of the country, completely cut off by water. I guess if you had a boat, you could be somebody. Five miles of water separates the two sides of the bay. So nothing that you want to do all the time. Swimming. I think the name is... I forget the name. I'll get you the name. And they have a Cornish accent, and it's a swamp. It's a marsh, and they said that it's sinking 0.5 millimeters per year into the ocean, and it might not be there in 50 years. Sounds like a great place to live. I've been thinking I want to explore that area of the country, the desolate part of Delaware. I imagine just Delaware gets de pretty desolate pretty quick. You don't need to go that long or that far. So choice of words, choice of symbols, selection of symbols. I guess we can create new symbols, new words. Like I said, fresh, fresh brewed, homemade, local kombucha. I could just come up with a new word for it, a new brand, something exciting some concept that you haven't had before. A amazingly fresh experience. And also the key here would be that now the hairs on this tree that fell over has much less hairs hanging off the, the root of the tree, which makes me think that it didn't have the extended root system. I'm gonna try and cut through this brush here to get to the pond, to get to the cannot normally it should work I remember when I first went with my wife here a city girl was not used to walking in the woods and jumping over trees and fences and generally trespassing trespassing on state property that's what they're charging the capital rioters with and one of the propaganda guys from the no agenda show who donated he said he doesn't trust any statements from any news and that's kind of what I'm trying to talk about here. Is that if every every information that you get is timed, every piece of news you get is intended to influence you in one way or another, you don't know the source of that influence. I guess we could get into some real abstract stuff here. And maybe my attempts to explain myself have been very poor and need to be revisited and reworked. 
it's just the starting point, layer one. And once we get into things deeper, we'll see abstractions that we can extract from here. Like what words did I use? What symbols did I choose? And what exactly am I talking about? Am I just expressing intuitions, gut feelings? Is that what I'm doing? Someone's fishing here. All right. Catching anything? All right. Are they safe to eat out of here? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay, I guess we're back in civilization. There is a female cardinal, also a pretty bird. So I'm going to try the trail today again, I guess, to walk to walk to, uh, I guess I'm going to walk to Washington Crossing Park. Now coming back from there, it's a real pain, unless I go on the canal. The high road is literally really unpleasant to walk on. So I've been doing 35 minutes so far. I should just go for one hour in this direction and then come back. So many people here now. Okay. But I noticed when watching this German lady speak, that she wasn't the best communicator and it was somehow difficult to get her important points, all of them. And I was thinking about what the guy said, how you want to change how people see things, that you want to shift their perspective to your perspective or do you want to adjust people's perspectives? So, so the first thing is that when people try kombucha, Generally, they have a bad experience. And when they hear fungus, when they hear kombucha, they get scared. They don't want to even try it. So maybe kombucha is the wrong term, right? Fermented tea or a refreshing tea alternative. It's not an alternative. It's a tea, processed tea. We process it. It's been improved. Improved tea. I'm going to shift your experience and think iced tea, but more refreshing, more satisfying, highly satisfying iced tea that gives you with juice. Like an Arnold Palmer. It's a more satisfying Arnold Palmer. How's that? Iced tea and lemonade mixed together in a way that satisfies more of your craving for alcohol and for fungus. Crave tea, satisfying your crave. It's a tea, it's an enhanced tea. It's a crave enhanced tea. How's it going? Beautiful day today. So, wow, the Ewing police have a pickup truck. I never saw that before. And I implemented some kind of basic Turing machine that was user specifiable for implementing different forms of logic, database driven. And this all falls back down into what is your data model? What is your graph? You know, what are the different tuples? What are the different fields? How do they all fit together? 
And can we create a standardized model for that? Can we create a standardized system? And does it all resolve down to SQL? I kind of like the Athena system, and I have to look into Hive some more. And maybe I need to learn some more Java and big data Hadoop and Kubernetes. And let's just call it micro big data. I mean, can we make a Kubernetes cluster that runs a Hive system that runs something that's actually micro without a huge footprint? Like, where does it begin and where does it end? Like, how often do you need to change certain things? Can they just exist statically or do they have to be dynamic? Does everything have to be dynamic? And where does it end? And where does your memory footprint end? And can we automate some of these things? Can we transform them? Can we merge them? Can we describe them? Can we understand them better? Introspector, can we feed the fungus with them? Break them down into their components and repurpose them for new things? Where does it begin and where does it end? And this kind of gets into what do I want to do with my life after this company? Or even in this company? What is my product that I want to build? When I was at the bank, I was thinking about being able to pull all these different data sources together. And they had a lot of them. They had Splunk, which was nice. They had SQL, Oracle, Perl, and Shell. I mean, even just parsing out and ingesting shell scripts. All of them on your system. Like, where does that begin and where does that end? Can we make a better shell? All right. Well, I think this was a productive podcast. At least I say to my wife that I decomposed existing thought forms. I came up with, I want to have a product, and that product's going to be log analysis or system analysis. Parsing out your system, introspector. It's like a cloud trail is just a log with a JSON blob attached. And we just want to, you know, go over this S3 file bucket and process it. How do we do that efficiently? Do you download it to your machine? Do you read it from an EC2 instance? Do you use Athena? Do you write some kind of real-time filter? How does it, what's the best way to do it? What are we looking for? How many queries can we fit in at once? What's the best way to split it up? How do we partition it? How do we understand it? And then another product that we need is how do you monitor your outgoing cloud traffic from a network perspective? Like, oh yeah, great, we have all these clouds, but who in the company is using the clouds? And how do we firewall and restrict access to the cloud on our corporate side? I think that's a product. On an outgoing firewall basis, that's a product that would be very useful. How do you rotate your keys with all these on-prem servers and services? So those are some ideas for a business. 
products that I could work on. I got to think about which ones are the most valuable. But I do want to look into Ansible some more and make it more compatible with Systems Manager, with Azure DevOps in general, more usable, a lighter weight Ansible tower, let's call it. Maybe we have to decompose we have to decompose all of these different tools and understand what they're actually doing. What do they actually contain? Different API calls, different libraries for interfacing with different systems, different data models. How can we unify them? How can we merge them together? Oh, we also did a, a deep dive into this Undertales, and it's basically the system is collecting the souls of these children, and this child is battling for its life, and the, and the demons of the underworld are trying to steal its soul so it could be used to release the monsters onto Earth. That's kind of like the basic story here. And this whole thing is so related to the world, the story of the underworld, of Pluto, and I guess Satan, where Pluto was the god of the underworld, one of the brothers of Zeus, with his helmet of invisibility, that Perseus or Bard to kill Medusa, and the guy who created Underworlds is so shocked by its mimetic life that he doesn't, he's gone into hiding. There's a Kickstarter. And I guess I could create Kickstarters or at least some descriptions of my ideas. I have talked about them here. I think I could spill some more ink on them. But really what I want to do is understand how we're going to merge these models together into an understanding. I mean, that's like the last key part is what does it mean to understand something? And is it just choice of symbols where we're mapping one set of symbols onto another set of symbols? And that's it, we're just translating between sets of symbols. Never really understanding what those symbols mean and one set of symbols just translates into more sets of other symbols. Where does it even end? Until it breaks down to lower and lower mathematical models, more and more detailed models. And then we just find out they're just theories or formulas, guesses, and constants. I mean, this is where mathematics really shines, where it gives you some kind of beauty in mathematical models. And maybe a lot of the applications are simple models. You know, we're modeling customers, people, who do things. I guess I have to read some Martin Fowler design patterns. I need to get up to speed into all of that. I mean, there's just so much to read, to understand, to digest. How's it going? And I think what we need to do is I want to be able to take existing code and analyze it and create some kind of template from it. I guess I have to first get to know Tulip better and study some of my books on visualization.
and read some papers, different layouts. And I want to get back into machine learning again too. And understanding diagrams and going from code to diagrams, diagrams to understanding. And maybe look at some examples of good understandable diagrams of code and study that and say these are examples of things that are easy to digest. But what about the things that aren't easy to digest? What about the things that are hard to digest, that are hard to understand? Like the language of Haskell. I'm going to have to go get some more bamboo soon. Well, I guess first we're going to lay down the bamboo that we have. Alright, I think I've reached the end of my trip to here today. Talk to you next time. Feed the fungus, 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 fe